in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hey everyone, welcome to another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Here on the Outlaw, I'm mean, sorry, here on the Top 10 Show. Sorry about that, Matt. Been you so son of days. a bitch. I know, I apologize. Here on Dropping Dives, there, that way it's equal, that way it's equal. Uh, love that chair behind you, I don't know what's going on there, but I love it. Oh, I love that's, the design. Look there you that. go. It's not, it's part of a... Uh, oh, oh, okay. I thought that was the back of your chair. No, no, it hangs on the wall. We're taking it down. So I've <laughs> I've done a shitload of painting, and now I'm moving on to the next set of shitload of painting. Oh, so, wow, man. Uh, that just came off the wall. Yeah, I've got to make a little wooden scaffolding so I can do my extension ladder to go up. It's this small little hallway, right. but it shoots up like 10, 12, 14 feet wow. for a four-foot section. Well, then it comes down. It's just right. the pitch of the roof type of thing, and that's where right, they right. fucking built it. <laughs> it's like, oh, and it's so hot in the top of the house. Uh, right on. I know. Today is a – thank God we have one air conditioner in this house or else I'd be going insane, man. As much time as I spend here now with all the stuff on the channel and everything else I'm doing, I mean, I I, I got to sit in that living room and, and – uh, Yeah, what it's, fucking it's, it's, huh, go ahead. What shirt are you wearing? That looks thick as fuck. Oh, this? No, this is just like a, a thin like a workout shirt. You know, because I haven't showered. I apologize to everybody's what this is John yeah. Rogan showered. No product in the hair. This is just me and my life, man. I don't and buy that. That hair is sticking is- up and it's got a sheen to it that is <laughs> no, no if that's your natural sheen, I don't think you need product, man. It is. I think it is actually. T- today was just one of those days, man. I mean, I think with everything that's going on as we're recording this, I just kind of didn't feel like it. And I spent the morning doing a game time episode where I was just talking with the fans about everything that's going down. I don't want to get too much into it, my man, but like, it's yeah. just, you know, just kind of everything's going out in the world, man. Just kind of getting to me as a kind of more sensitive guy. And it just kind of, uh, riding the waves of it all. And so I'm glad we're doing this though. I wasn't sure if I yeah. could do this, but I'm actually hey. kind of in the right frame of mind to do it. So I'm cool with doing this. Yeah. It's gotten to the point where this newest one that you're talking about, mm. uh, it just kind of washes over me at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's, it's this this year easily the shittiest year i've been alive oh my god yes i mean the fact is and the thing is matt it's still only fucking august we, yeah. we still got four more goddamn months of this shit who knows what's gonna end an election who knows yeah. what is coming for us and, in this country in the next four months man and it sucks and this isn't even the worst year in human history you know what i mean <laughs> like this is a shitty year. We're not enjoying it. There are others that have had it worse. Like really? way, 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 Have you way, done research on this? I know you're a big historical guy. I just think other about it. Years? All right. All Pick right. a terrible year and put yourself in that country. Whatever cataclysmic oh, okay. event happened. Well, that's fair. And just like, wow, well, you know, I had to sit inside a lot and people are really angry with one another. Was the internet still working? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Were you able to watch your shows? Yeah. Were, Were we complaining about yeah. their air conditioning? <laughs> yes. 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 It's it's true. Still, still not that bad, but it sucks. It's not, <laughs> it, this is not fun. No, no, it isn't. Uh, the stuff that's happening out there is not funny. Yeah. But, you know, exactly. but we, we offer you a respite. That's what we've been doing for you all here on the top 10. So 
than it is for the two of us. I don't think about by and large. That's actually a very fair point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and unless someone like Chris Lemke on the last topic of thunder brings in the Debbie Downer bullshit. It's like, all right, man. Well, the re- hey, there's the real world again. <laughs> I haven't been slapped in the face in 10 minutes. Thank you. There's nothing wrong. We should, you know, it, it's fine. We do talk about it every once and again, but yeah. I try and just like leave it at the door because people yeah. are listening to us as escape and I want to escape as well because I'm True. just going to go right back to that bullshit as soon as we stop recording. That's a fair point. Actually, actually a very, very fair point. Yeah. So uh, you guys know what the show is. It's you patrons sending us in topics, sending us in questions uh, for us to talk about. And we've got a lot, Matt. Our, our, our coffers have been overflowing lately as more and more of our uh, patrons have been sending us stuff in. And we've made the video and the uh, audio uh, available for everybody. So if you've been thinking about becoming a patron, I hope these Topic Thunders are kind of talking you into it. And if Topic Thunder isn't, I hope Golden Ticket is talking you into it. We're about to finish our first month of shows, and we're about to record our next month of shows. And uh, I think that's one of the greatest accomplishments we've done on the Top Ten. Those That show is just a lot of fun to do, yep. and the, the fans have been really enjoying it. And like they love us shouting them out, all of that stuff. So I, I'm excited to, uh, to, to jump and do some more of those later on today. Yeah, we uh... – we try and provide a lot of bang for the buck and yeah. change up the experience so it's not just the same old stuff for you and for us. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and, and who, yeah. And who who knows down the line? Like this is the fourth or fifth extra show that we've come up with. Mm-hmm. Who knows where we'll, we'll we'll do next? I I don't know. It's fucking crazy <laughs> around here. <laughs> uh, True. Very good point. <laughs> This is a uh, show for the patron. So if you are a patron, it's a $5 and up. You can send in a question when you go to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. And yeah. whatever you want us to talk about, you send in. We talk about it. I believe you started last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. Take it. So I will start this time. And thank you to everybody that sends in questions in advance. This is yeah, from CJ Clark or Chuck. It says, hello, Matt and John. With the NBA back, one of the greatest debates is who is the most clutch. So here's mm-hmm. a head scratcher in that department. With the game on the line for your team, who would you rather be on the line, Shaq or DeAndre Jordan? Wow. And he's listed Shaq as a 52.7% career, I'm assuming, free throw shooter, and DeAndre yeah. Jordan, 47.4% career uh, free throw shooter. As always, have a great day, wow. and hope everyone is staying safe. Chaz. <laughs> I'm giving you a third name, Chuck. Chaz. Oh, man. I have to go with Shaq. I mean, I have to because... Shaq has a way of showing up for the moment. And I think DeAndre's, I don't think DeAndre's ever won a title. So no. to me, he doesn't strike me as a, he, he had like two or three really great, good years uh, at like Dwight Howard years for about two or three years. And then has receded quick, just as quickly back into irrelevancy. And mm-hmm. so uh, I trust Shaq to step up. Cause you're saying if the game is on the line, I trust Shaq because he's, seen many of these big moments and stepped up in those big moments. So I trust his experience and his track record. Um, yeah, it's a, that's a, that's a great point. I think so Deandre over the last four years is actually a, a good free throw shooter. Now mm. him like Andre Drummond, it just kind of flipped the switch, especially wow. for Deandre. So it's been like four solid years. I think over those four years, he's averaged somewhere between a 70 or 72% from the line. Pretty incredible. For a big man that couldn't shoot for shit before, yeah, that's what's dragging his average down, although he's had a fairly long career. But you're right. In a high leverage moment, Shaq's been there. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to go against it. If we're just saying a regular season game where it's like, you know, 
It's game 27 of an 82-game series. I'll take DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Or season, rather. But if it's game six and they need these to either win it or extend the series, obviously – I guess Shaq, Shaq's been in those high, you know, those, those very specific moments and who knows if DeAndre can do it. That's the, the same, I guess, uh, problem with, I have with certain teams that are left in the playoffs. Mm. Uh, like you have a collection of very interesting talent, but I've never seen any of them step up in these huge moments. So until I see that, I'm not betting against you, but it's hard for me to see you winning this right now. Yeah. Right Uh, now are you, are the Lakers your odds on or the Clippers? Who's your odds on right now? Uh, I still think it's the Clippers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I still think it's the Clippers. They just have the depth. Pat Bev still isn't back. Although even when he comes back, he's going to have to get himself into somewhat more game shape. Like it took Montrez Harrell a couple of games, but their depth, although they're easily turning into the biggest assholes of the bubble. So I mean, yeah. They, and they might be get, I mean, if, yeah, I mean, they just spanked Dallas. And of course, the games are, as we're recording this, the games are postponed till this weekend. But yeah, there's a distinct possibility Dallas comes back and spanks the Clippers. And maybe, now we maybe. got ourselves a game seven. And that, well, it gives well, it gives Chris Stopped and Luca time to rest. Yes, and you know Marcus Morris, your little was that intentional or not? Looks pretty <laughs> fucking intentional to me. That intentional for me, man. It doesn't hurt as much because there's at least another 24 hours rest before he's got to play on it again. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, that was a bullshit fucking play. Of course, of course it was. I the people that defended like the Zaza under Kawhi to me is more believable because. He wasn't genuinely looking. Now, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah he should yeah. have sensed that he was closer, but his back was pretty much turned, if memory serves. Right. And Marcus Morris is running towards him, and his, you know, uh, my buddy John on Dimes this week mm. was like, well, you know, it's late in the game. Maybe he was tired, and he loses the coordination. I'm like, this dude is a 10-year NBA vet. Yeah. He doesn't lose coordination in those <laughs> moments because he is a pinnacle athlete. Now, he's not a superstar, <laughs> right. but he is a professional in the – but that sport's highest league for yeah. 10 years and a coveted pickup. He did not lose his coordinate. I'm sorry. This is no. not some fucking rook in preseason. Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah, I'm really fast. And I haven't gotten used to my long limbs yet because I'm 18 years old in six months. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's like Draymond and his weird movements when he shoots to try to get those fouls. And you're just like, yeah, no, no, you know what the fuck you're doing. You know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. So please don't waste our time with that crap. So Whereas the Gobert, uh, <clears throat> or not Gobert, but the, uh, oh shit, who was it? the white side to AD elbow. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, that yeah. was a foul. Do I think that was a flagrant run? I, I don't know. But I agree with, I can't remember who was announcing, and they're like, you know what? For a big man coming through, like that's kind of where it would be anyway. It did yeah. hit his chin, so it is a foul, but it's not like he went out of his way to attack his head and be like, that I will buy. Yeah. Marcus Morris lunging at the very last second to clip somebody accidentally. I don't fucking, I'm not buying that bullshit. Especially with how much they were up at the time. Yes. Right? But Luca put. Seems so unnecessary. But Luca rubbed all their noses in shit the game before. Oh, yeah. With 43 points, 17 boards, six, like just a ridiculous stat line for a 21 year old. Right, right. Uh, and the, and your, their boy Montrez Harrell got in trouble for saying punk ass. Well, what do you say? Yeah, well, the yeah, previous punk ass white boy, whatever punk he ass said. White yeah. Boy. yeah. Which I'm yeah, just he, like, come on. No, it's totally because the thing is, when you look at it, he's looking right at him as he steps on him and then immediately does yeah. the flop. So there's no Don't way he's like, oh, I lost control. Or yeah, he's running towards the baseline to get the inbounds, and Marcus yeah. Morris is running after him. Now, you could say he's scrambling to, you know, give pressure right, on the yeah. balls that's inbounded, sure. But that last little lunge of the foot doesn't look like he's trying to carry the momentum of that action. Yeah, no. 
which further adds evidence. Is it all speculative? Yes. Would I win in court? Not on that. Maybe on a civil case. Civil case, I, I think you might get the money. I think you might but get civil, money. I might be able to get the money. And that's right. <laughs> if anybody wants to have a class action lawsuit uh, against yeah. Marcus Morris, Ben Simmons, you got need in the head. Uh, that that preseason game against the Bullets where he knocked, what's his name, Johnson on the head with the ball. Yeah. He's on the Knicks. Yep. Uh, he's got a few of these. Didn't he throw down Davis Bertans? Yep. Yep. He's got a few of these, man. He's an angry Marquee. player. I still forget that. He's an angry player. Man. He is. But good question, Charles. Yep. Thank you, Charles. Our next one's from Chris Lemke. Oh, oh shit. Oh, boy. Oh, devil. boy. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Chris Lemke says, loving the golden ticket so far, guys. Thanks for continuing to find cool ways for us to feel included in the top 10 brand. Well, thank you. As someone who created a streaming game show myself a few years ago. Oh, my God. I love a good game. What game shows or board games have stood out to you or that you really loved? My question is in the form of a question. Uh, hashtag Lemke. Um, all right. Uh, he managed to kiss his own ass in the second sentence, but then asked us a legitimate question. Said, what game shows yeah. or board games have stood out to you or that you really loved? Matt. Um, board games. So the board games as a kid. Did you ever play Fireball Island? No. What was that? It was a weird little game. It was a molded piece of uh, like fiberglassy plastic stuff. Okay. And it was... So you're on an island and it goes around the perimeter. And as it gets closer, you get closer to the top of the volcano. Yeah. And it's got this little fireball marble that spits out and can roll down through and take you out. And it pushes you back like so far on the game and whatnot. It was super fun. But like once you lost one piece, there's no replicating it anymore because they're all very, very specific to it. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stratego. Stratego, I do remember. Yes. Um. I didn't play Risk until I was an adult, but me and my friends meet up every once and again and play Risk. Mm. Uh, Risk gets annoying because it's so fucking long, dude. It's not my jam. I don't it like can this. be. That's why I don't play D&D. Like, all the adult kids getting together now playing D&D, it's not for me. I'm good. You guys go on ahead and have your little campaigns. I'm going to watch TV. I'm cool. Um, but I respect the Risk thing because, like, if you have a, a, a real interest in historic history and interest in war military history stuff, and it's fun, right? Sure. You know it's a campaign. It's going to be a long thing. Sometimes. Um, unless someone's really fucking it up. Yeah. yeah. I played a game once that was seven hours, and eventually we just uh, agreed seven to Seven hours, Nost. Well, wow. it was also – so we'd show up to the store and then go and set up either in the phone's room or the main room on the stage, and yeah. we would just play two or three games, get high all day. Some guys would drink, and we'd just sit there and play. Like on a day we had nothing to do, on a Sunday yeah. or something. Yeah. Just like, let's just sit around and play Risk all day. So it was our second or third game, and I was doing a spot later that night. So we just continued playing until I had to go perform. And once that I did, sense. I was like, let's let's just call this one a draw. <laughs> let's just split up the earth and it, move on. It just We're going to go back and forth and back and forth. We're <laughs> evenly matched. We both play roughly the same strategy on this game, yeah. or at least in this iteration. You know, you got to take right. difference. You can't be predictable. Right. Sometimes you got to shoot the moon. Sometimes you got to sit back and build up your armies. Do you want to hold on to Australia? I don't know. The thing about that is then the next country you can take over a continent is China or all of Asia type of thing. And it's really tough to hold that. There's a lot of fronts on that. Uh, Personally, I like South America because then you can bleed into either Africa or North America. But North America is my preferred. And then you only have a couple access, four access points, and you can just build up armies. It's great. I like South Uh, America too. What about you? Um 
I mean, I, I don't really play. I mean, I didn't play many board games besides Monopoly. I mean, I love Trivial Pursuit because I love the challenge of knowledge. Yep. Um, and how much it's almost the game's an education because you're bound to get a question you don't know, and it's mm-hmm. a way to get educated and to kind of remember that fact for the for your own self going forward. Um, I remember when I first started studying for the Schmodown, the first thing I did was pull out my old Trivial Pursuit boxes and just start answering all those entertainment questions if they were movie related it was a great way to kind of get my mind seeing where i'm at 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 a base level of that kind of stuff so i enjoy that um can i ask uh, a quick question yes do you have a favorite iteration of trivial pursuit like iteration Uh, well they have pop culture of the 80s oh uh, star wars do you subject because i'd like to never went that deep go ahead yeah well but it just now the questions are some of them are really old you know yes. what I mean? Right, right. When he gets into some of the obscure pop culture, it wasn't obscure then. But now right, it's like, right. oh, yeah, f- fuck, because there wasn't as much pop culture. We've had, right. how, how many years would you say, 30 years since those first questions were written? Oh, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But do you have a favorite is my question. I, I've never played a, a different iteration. I have a Lord of the Rings one somewhere that I never <laughs> opened. Someone gave me a, 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 as a birthday present years ago. For a guy and, that loves Lord of the Rings. Yeah, right. I, do. I was like, you clearly don't know who I am, but thanks for the present. Thank I'll you. Uh, I think I'm going to trade it in to, uh, to um, Ben Goddard because he's going to help me like figure out Twitch. And so that's my payment. I'll just give him that and he can help me figure out Twitch and whatever. Since I'm, it's been sitting on the shelf anyway yeah. as decoration. So exactly. I'm never going to play it. Uh, but if there was a full-on film version, like film questions, film trivia, blah, blah, blah. I think that would probably be my favorite iteration if there's one that is or a sports trivia one, either one, either one. Um, Just depends because once you get into certain sports, like I know the sport, but I don't know the history. Mm. Like I can tell you how the game is played and whatnot, but my, I know some players throughout, but like hockey, I know the big guys. I know how the game is played. I know what icing is and everything like that. And I've watched enough of it, but I couldn't tell you who the all-time assist leader is or who the, who's in the discussion of top 10. Like I, right. Gretzky, obviously. After that, I don't know. I'm just pulling names out of a hat at that point. That's Lemieux, Crosby, Brett Hall. Sure. Uh, what's his name? That Brief was Lemieux's Richard. teammate forever. Malkin? You've gone in Malkin? Or are you talking uh, Yarmer Yager? Are you talking Yarmer Yager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say the guy that some girl tweeted out a picture of yeah. the two of them in bed like three years ago. Yager. And Yager's like, I, I don't care. That idiot. Like, who cares? Yeah, you could even argue Scott Stevens could be an argument in uh, as a great defender. But yeah, yeah, you could. Uh, Scott definitely. Steve, I never even heard that name. New Jersey Devils. Yeah, he won like I think he won like six Stanley Cups with the New Jersey Devils. Man, he was incredible. Scott Messier, Stevens. Mark Messier, Messier could sure, you could definitely have an argument for as well. So, yeah, that could be fun. Maybe someday uh, it would be a fun uh, extra video to have uh, virtually to have a, a fan like set up a sports. Trivial pursuit thing that would be kind of fun, um, yeah. And what was what's the other what's the other question? Uh, game shows. Oh, I'm a big Jeopardy fan. I'm, I'm a massive Jeopardy fan. We we the other day uh, we were just so lazy on the couch on a, mm-hmm. I think it was a Wednesday or Thursday evening, and we just put on Jeopardy on Netflix and just had the college edition and just uh, just the episodes just kept starting as soon as one ended. So we were just like I don't know four or five hours just watching Jeopardy back to back to back to back, and All I was right. loving. You know, it's a great challenge yeah. between the two of us, seeing how many answers we can get. So, yeah, I, I've gone through a large Jeopardy phase in my life. Yeah, uh, as a kid, it was Price is Right and Pressure Luck. Mm. I loved those as a kid. Pressure I, I Luck watched, is good. Yeah, I'll check in with Price is Right every once again, like find clips or something. Yeah, 
uh, if I really want to, but I don't ever watch uh, game shows much anymore. Yeah. But I would watch Jeopardy still. If it was on, like totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Password. Uh, I like Password. Um, pass, like I vaguely remember Password. Yeah, yeah. Or $25,000, $64,000 yeah. Pyramid. I like Pyramid that I liked. That was Pyramid fun. Was good. Um, yeah. What other ones? Like Newlywed Game was all right. Dating yeah. Game I wasn't a big fan of. Studs. <laughs> I watched that for whatever that summer that it was like really huge. Yeah, yeah. And then I never watched it again. Studs. Just yeah, they, they had a weird. What was that programming <laughs> block? And there was another weird show right after that with a voiceover. Was cheaters on it was cheaters. Cheaters, cheaters <laughs> was another in that block of. It's like it's like mid afternoon. Well, it's like Fox's ugly cousin. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Fox was basically. still the redheaded stepchild, and this was the people that were making programming to sell to Fox and anybody else, but Fox was their main taker. Yeah, exactly. Uh, NBC wouldn't touch them. CBS, <laughs> ABC. That's great, man. Uh, uh, all right. You want to get our next one? Thank you, uh, Lemke. Yeah. Thank you, Lemke. Uh, the next one is from Nancy Mallory right. and says, Hi, John and Matt. Recently, Paramount decided to pause Noah Hawley's a Star Trek movie after former 20th Century Fox film executive Emma Watts became president of the Paramount Motion Picture Group. Does yeah. this mean that the Star Trek film franchise is officially done, or will it lead to a revamp of the franchise with a new vision and characters? Nancy Mallory. Well, look, the Star Trek franchise will never, ever be done. Precisely. They, they can make money off that Star Trek franchise till the day they're dead. Yep. Everyone's dead. I mean, the Earth is dead. Um, <clears throat> wow, that's that's a long time, really. I don't, I don't know. To be it's honest, a long time. It's supposed to be an asteroid coming near the Earth later on in 2020. I read. Oh, it's so, gonna pass by. But it, wow, I don't know. I don't trust these scientists. Um, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the people that spend their lives studying the minutia. Yeah, I don't believe. I don't. You know, we only have a, what? We only study two percent of space. Come on. I. Um, well, I mean, there's limitations as to how much we can really explore. That's what I'm getting at. Uh, what do we really know? It's amazing we know as much as we do on some level. That's absolutely fair. That's absolutely fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when you hear the, how we deduce the calculations for simple things like the age of the universe itself or mm. how fast it's expanding and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like when, it seems obvious. We're like, wow, that's okay. So we figured that out. And then how do we move on to this? Holy shit. That's how we figured that out. <laughs> Knowing, no, like being able to postulate what a white dwarf star is really like. Yeah, it, it's it's bananas. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, yeah. I would which is what I believe our sun will turn into, um, which is a white dwarf. Anyway, oh, okay. <laughs> well, it doesn't have as much enough mass to turn itself into a black hole. It's not okay. large enough for that type of thing. So more than likely, its mass is then the other two most likely outcomes are either a white dwarf or a neutrino star. Okay. A neutrino is in between white dwarf and black hole, in essence. Okay. So, but ours is probably only large enough to be a white dwarf, which is just, it'll collect down and it'll basically be a collection of electrons at that point. Do you know when that's going to happen? Fucking so far in the future that it doesn't make sense. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Four billion years. Yeah, it's a long time. It's <laughs> a my long time. I mean, if my, my calculations correct, I think it's four billion years. Well, the sun will have eaten the Earth long before that happens, <laughs> as it expands outward and then it collapses down in upon itself. So the Earth will cease to exist at that point. I have narrowed it down to September twenty first. Beautiful. <laughs> Three thousand. 
462. Um, uh, anyway, anyway, yeah, no, I don't think the franchise is done. <laughs> I think it will lead to a revamp of the franchise. Yes, absolutely. It will lead to a revamp of the franchise completely from beginning to end. And yes, I think maybe they might give the old guys one more shot at Ooh. finishing it off, but I really doubt it. You all right? Yeah, give me one second. I need okay. to go blow, blow my nose again. The allergies. Okay. Uh, Matt has the uh, sinus stuff going on, so he is stepping out for just a second. But yeah, I mean, there's so much to explore in Star Trek. There's so much to go through, and I don't, I don't think we'll ever see the Tarantino movie. Uh, I mean, unless uh, unless uh, Warner Brothers steps in and takes over Star Trek, which Paramount's never going to allow, uh, that would be a logical sense there. But yeah, I think they're just going to take a step back, kind of see what they want to do next, and then I kind of read the landscape uh, and figure out where they're going to land. Because I mean, Star Wars just seems to never die, always finds a new way to revitalize itself. And certainly people want to see that. You saw with the Mandalorian, it kind of revitalized the interest in Star Wars all over again. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen with Star Trek for sure. So that's the way I look at things uh, there with that. Maybe they'll bring Shatner off the shelf again one more time. Uh, yeah, I agree. They're never going to kill it. So it's just, it could be the end of Chris Pine and Quinto yeah. and Saldana, but uh We'll get another. I mean, Picard is evidence of this thing can still churn out, you know, money. Yeah, Picard and Discovery. Yeah, <clears throat> that's true. Um, all right, we're at 25 minutes, man. You want to wrap it up here? Yeah, I'm good okay. with that. Okay. Well, thank you all so much for watching this episode of Topic Thunder. We always appreciate you all supporting the top 10 uh, with your uh, patronage and with your likes and your sharing it on your social media and uh, subscribing to our uh, uh, YouTube channel and subscribing to our Patreon feed. Uh, sorry, our podcast feed. So thank you all so much for being a part of the top 10 brand. Yes, sir. And if you want to join in on this show or anything else we're doing, Golden Ticket, uh, Boss Hog, choosing a topic, anything else we do, uh, head over to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. You can see it on the screen now. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to our channel over there and follow me anywhere at Matt Nost, M-A-T-T-K-N-O-S-T for all the stuff I've got coming out, the dropping dimes, settle the score. It's all coming. Hit me up there. <laughs> right on. You can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram and go to my YouTube channel, please. YouTube.com slash John Roca says for all kinds of stuff there. All right. That's it for us here. Uh, thank you all for watching us on topic. Thunder.